0: Good morning and welcome everybody, you're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 Right across the Faith FM network, right across Australia, wherever you are This is the breakfast show with the Double L team filling in while Mon is away Lyle and Lawson
1: Positively different radio in the morning, (sighs) I should say that We are, we're just pumped, we're just stoked all the time, we just love being here
0: Life is great Life is great God is great God
1: is great Our world is great, there are so much to be thankful for Mm. What are you thankful for this morning? I am so thankful. Um, <laughs> this kind of sounds bad. Uh, my sieve, my sister's leaving for um, for uni, and I'm, I'm really so thankful. thankful for my that. sister is gone. <laughs> no, but uh, she's heading down to, to Canberra to ANU to study political science, and she's just she's just really stoked and, and pumped on that. And it's just it's good. She got into the course that she wanted to get into, and she got a good ATAR. So so yeah, she's just ready to start her political career. Go basically. Shelby! Yeah. yeah, shout out shelves. You know predict predicting, you know, Prime Ministership in the next 10 years. Absolutely. That would be gnarly, though. That Like, would be... next 10 years, that should be 28.
0: Australia's youngest female Prime Minister coming up. There, you've got it. You've heard it <laughs> first here on Faith <laughs> FM. Don't forget that.
1: <laughs> Don't call me a prophet, though. <laughs> 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 well, what are you uh, thankful for this I'm morning? I'm thankful
0: that it's a little bit cooler this morning after 100%. the hottest January on record in Australia with a mean, and I say a mean, yep. temperature of mm. 30 degrees across the country. Wow, we have never had a mean temperature of thirty degrees before, and it, um, yeah, definitely on the mean side.
1: Yeah, it's just just so. Terrible. My pool has
0: been getting a thrashing and has been ridiculously warm, but uh, now it gets a chance to cool off. Just hoping mm-hmm. that there will be a little bit of rain in this cooler weather over well, the next some, day or some two. Some nice
1: clouds as we look outside the the window of the studio. So you know, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It's it's possible. possible. We can hope. So far.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, this is the d- delayed broadcast. The the delayed delayed broadcast. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So this all happened already. So we can tell you what's coming up in the show because we already know about it. We've got the doctor. Really struggling here this morning. <laughs> we have Doctor Darren Morton coming on the show. He's mm. going to tell us about a sensational. And I just have to tell you, I'm so excited about this. This is something that we should have had uh, since the very beginning of, uh, of of Avondale College, and never less. In fact, I do believe they used to have a course like this, but it's a uh, it's a common core course, so it's across all subjects mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you go to Avondale to do whether it is business or whether it is teaching or theology or otherwise you get to do this course A one semester class on well-being Mm -hmm. and he's going to be talking about some of the results that they have been seeing as a result of the rollout of this course in the teaching class and now they're rolling it out across the entire student body and it could well change the shape of education in this country Mm. so we've got that story and so much more coming up stay tuned don't go anywhere we will be back right after this
2: Every blessing to my heart to sing my praise Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise by the- A feather by my wandering heart to leave, hear. prone to. Walk-
0: Jaden Lovick with Come Thou
1: Fount of Every Blessing. Lawson, kick us off with the first clue for the quiz today. All right. Again, like yesterday, today's quiz is a Who Am I quiz. So if you know who this person is after we give you some clues and you, you know, do a a series of of deduction in your head and you say, okay, it's this person, you can give us a call on 1-800-324-843 and you can claim a prize. And that prize will be great because we always give out great life-changing blessings and prizes and, and yes. Yeah. So Why
0: would it be anything else on Faith FM? We're going to go and pull it out of <laughs> the prize box in just a minute and let you know what it is. But anyway, quiz clue coming up right okay, now.
1: First clue for the quiz. Okay, this is a Who Am I quiz. And the first clue is, I am also known as Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus. I have
0: no idea. No
1: no idea. (laughs) Well, (laughs) in that case, if you're out there and you know the answer, give us a call on 1-800-324-843 and you'll be able to claim... A Three double prize. Prizes. And, of course, you have the advantage and the benefit of either being at home or being in the car. And, obviously, we don't want you to look at the Bible in the car or anything. Like <laughs> pull over to the side of the pull road. Pull over the it. side of the road and you can beat Lyle because Lyle's not allowed to open his Bible. He has to just go from memory. So, you've got a pretty good chance. If you, you know, Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah. 100% you can get a prize. But look, we've got some pretty good news today. Share it with us, Lawson. got some good stuff. Let us stuff. know. So, what we, are we going to talk we about? We talked yesterday. We talked with, um, was it Alan? Alan um, the, 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 about the polar vortex. Oh, uh, Ron, 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 yes. man, Ron. Where did I get that from? It was Ron well, Evans. It's, it's like this. Ron Evans. Ron Evans is
0: my father-in-law. <laughs> yes. Alan is my father.
1: Okay. Yeah. You okay. got the two fathers. Yeah, I got them mixed front. up. But anyway,s <laughs> talking with Ron Evans yesterday. He's in Wisconsin, which is part of this polar vortex where they're seeing just record um, cold. Mm. um you know the coldest temperatures they've ever seen i saw yesterday on a news report like one of the one of the cities hit like 63 below fahrenheit like, yeah, oh yeah absolutely That is just like insanely that is, cold that is, temperatures re, this is like some day eight, eight people died so far day after tomorrow stuff like end of the world like cold like that is just crazy yeah it's interesting to
0: um to talk to my father-in-law because it's not the first time they've hit these kind of temperatures up there mm-hmm. and um you know, all the things that break and crack, and all of the little pieces of plastic that fall off your car, and the mm-hmm. steering wheels crack, and, and vinyl seats break, shatter, and, and man, that's um, just,
1: just wild.
0: Batteries, <laughs> you know, batteries which are full of acid, you know, just about turned solid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you don't have, your, as, as you said, if you don't have your car plugged into a, a, an electrical source with, you know, heaters in the Welsh plugs and heaters in the, in the, um, in in the uh, radiator hoses and this kind mm. of thing, little elements to keep it warm. It's just you're never going to get it started, and and, yeah. and even the antifreeze just
1: turns to jello. Man, that's just it's just ridiculous. But like, they're a
0: hardy lot up there. I mean, he yeah. was he's like you know, he's getting up there these days. You know, in his seventies, and and driving around town on a day like that. Said the streets were pretty empty, but um, <laughs> yeah, just stop just, in. Just, yeah. just
1: a leisurely drive. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here, just another day. <laughs> Anyways, um. This is a really awesome story. An unnamed Good Samaritan um, went and paid for 70 homeless people um, for a hotel for a week so that they could stay in during mm-hmm. this polar snap. So, um, Yeah, because it's so cold that they are warning people not to breathe the air in while outside
0: because it can freeze mm-hmm. uh, inside your lungs and do permanent damage. So, so yeah, put, put something over your mouth when you're outside to breathe,
1: yeah, so currently the the city of Chicago is under a you know somewhat state of emergency where they're urging you know especially homeless people, they're like, "Hey, get to your shelters, get you know." anywhere out of this weather like it's not possible to be outside you're gonna freeze to death um and so they're, they're urging all these people to you know get to you know Salvation Army and all this stuff all these places where they can receive food and, and shelter and whatnot um but a group of, of rough sleepers you know what they call the people who sleep outside um they they decided to stay in there in their um, tented encampment, you know, um, mm-hmm. outside. Um, and the reason they did is because they had some space heaters there with um, some some propane tanks connected to them. Um, but unfortunately, one of the heaters got too close to a propane tank and it exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that then you know prompted the police to to come down and they ended up confiscating uh, just you know they, they found a hundred propane tanks and they were like oh man this is like basically a, <laughs> a basically this is this is like a, they, a bomb they, ready to it off. was it was determined by the fire department that it was a level one hazmat alert for hazardous <laughs> materials because there was so many many propane tanks so these guys were geared up for winter for, so for the sake of safety you know they confiscated the tanks um, because there were so many Mm. Um, but as you can imagine that leaves all these you know some seven. yeah they're going to die without people. those
0: and that's why, that's why obviously the homeless um, people have stocked up with those
1: tanks because mm-hmm. they need to be able to make it through the winter yeah fully being a homeless person in Chicago a bit different from Sydney hmm hundred percent and so then what happened was um you know people heard about this so you know the city staffers of chicago reached out to all the um the shelters and was like oh hey you know we need to get these people into shelters we need to get them help um you know reached out to yeah your salvation army and you know homeless support and whatnot um but the salvation army called back and was like, oh, hey, yeah, we're going to bring these homeless people into our shelter. But someone's stepped forward and they've been completely unnamed and they haven't taken credit. They've stepped forward and they've they've paid for this group of homeless people for a hotel for a week. So yeah, yeah, seventy fantastic. homeless people. This guy's paid for a week for them in a hotel, and I just think, I just think that's amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: and you, you got to think, like, that's a lot of money. Like, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to say there's like, you know, three, two, two, three people in a room, there's like forty five hotel. That's a, that's a lot of that's money. Forty five hotel rooms for, the, for for the space of a week. That is that's big that's money. A
0: serious <laughs> amount of money.
1: But it's just awesome to see someone. I, I, I would assume. You know, of a Christian persuasion coming, you know, Mm -hmm. from the Salvation Army who, who has a heart for these people. I was, I I was, I was reading this morning, I was reading through um, Matthew chapter five. And go, you know, when you're reading, it's like, um, it's like, you know, do those, do good to those who who do bad to you, and, mm-hmm. and 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 love your neighbor as yourself, and and all these things. And it's funny, even Jesus, he's like rebuking, like you you've heard it said, um, <laughs> love love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say love your neighbor and love your enemy, you know. Um, and it's just good to see someone like people taking that to heart and putting it into practice, and 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 using the resources that they have to be a blessing to people. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. It's like, man, like. If we, could, if we could all just get into this place... Where, and it's the real test of our Christianity is, is
0: how we relate to people who are either down on their luck or suffering from mental illness and mm. as a result are uh, living rough. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you sort of... Uh, the one thing I do wonder about is obviously these people have stocked up with propane for the winter. Mm-hmm. And now those tanks have all been confiscated. You know they would have they would have that would have been a, a major investment for a community of homeless people mm-hmm. to put together 100 propane tanks. Yeah. Um, have they lost that investment? I'm, I'm just sort of wondering what happened to all that. Um. All, you know, yeah. <laughs> because that'd be pretty tragic if uh, yeah. if you know they would made you know such a large investment when they have so little. Mm-hmm. To be able to survive the winter, fully, and uh, and and now they've lost all of that because I mean, hey, we're going to get through this um, cold snap, this polar vortex, but what happens after this this cold snap is over?
1: Yeah, so it's just just crazy, um, but yeah, it's good to see people reaching out and people people helping one another. Um, my last story here, this is this is awesome. Um, the Northern Territory. There's a, there's a Northern Territory community, um, and they're really rallying behind, behind a farmer um, who recently lost his legs in a tragic accident. He was he was um, run, he He run. owns a turf farm, and he was run over by a grass slasher and, and lost both of his legs. <laughs> Super tragic accident. The guy's a father of two, um, and he was actually on his way. He was about to, to jump on a plane um, to head somewhere, and just before, he was just finishing up his work for the day, and yeah, just super awful thing you know somehow the the grass slasher as he got out rolled forward and 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 ran over his legs Mm. um and it was yeah really hectic incident um the the doctors concluded like hey you know this person only had like a two percent chance of living and they ended up you know this guy ended up um living hard, pulled through yeah his name's gavin howie um but it's amazing to see they started a, a gofundme you know um Started like a GoFundMe for this Mm -hmm. guy, and it's now reached ninety thousand dollars to get this guy, you know, help for prosthetics and and everything. So, yeah, it's just good people in the community doing good things. People just reaching out and helping one another. Yeah, what good things are
0: you going to do today? This is Casting Crowns with Too So Sweet.
3: sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise just to know Thus saith the Lord Jesus Jesus how I Trust him. I learned to trust Him, precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that He is with me, will be
0: Back, that was Casting Crowns with Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus here on Faith FM. And it's time we had another clue for this quiz. It's time I actually figured this one out. I have no idea, (laughs) zero
1: idea as to who this might be. Okay, so again, we have another clue. And just before we get into the clue, I'm just going to tell us, we'll tell you, Lyle, and tell everyone at home or in their cars or wherever they may be listening to our show that we have a prize for you to win. If you answer this correctly, you will win a DVD. And that DVD's name is Tortured for Christ. This is an amazing movie that I'm sure Lyle and Mon have raved on about on air. We have, many times. How good this movie is. So, if, if you want... This DVD And potentially If you get this quiz Before Lyle Another Like another prize Well then Give us a call 1-800-324-843 But our next clue is Who am I? I sold a field And brought the money And put it At the apostles feet Well
0: Well 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 Well
1: and you would be incorrect, sir. You're incorrect. You're incorrect. You don't have it right. Ah, uh, thi- oh, now the, now one the, of two and it, the other one has
0: clicked. Okay. All right. The, the, the gears are turning. Don't go with the... The warning is don't go with the obvious one.
1: <laughs> all good. What do we have today in, our, in, in the in, news? In, in more serious what, news? What's, what's happening around the world? Okay.
0: So, Supreme Court Justice Desmond Fagan... Ooh. Um, ...has called upon Islam to disavow verses from the Quran that incite violence. Okay. So, this is an interesting thought. Uh, there are certain verses in the, in the Quran that can be used to incite violence. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, um, Muslim people need to publicly disavow these, these verses um, and because they're used by terrorists... And, you know, Islam is trying to promote itself as a religion of peace. And while ever it uh, maintains these verses as being verses, um, you know, that, are, that come from Allah, then um, it, uh, it, it basically provides the fuel to feed uh, terrorists. Now, this was um, last Thursday in the sentencing of Sami Bader and Aloe Bridget uh, Namoa for planning terrorist attacks here in Australia. And uh,
1: yeah, Lawson, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. should uh, Should they be disavowing these verses? Oh, it it's a tricky one because if if we looked at some kind of modern philosophy, right, mm-hmm. and we were like, hey, it's good, but there's this one part of it that's bad, and you should change, it would kind of be okay. Like you know, if it was sure, just some sure. philosophy that someone had yeah, come up, yeah. you know, if we if we look at um, you know, postmodernism or it was socialism, it was a process
0: of evolution,
1: yeah, like if yeah, for sure, hundred percent, people would be on board. Like, hey, there's this thing that we're doing that's harmful to society, but it's not canonical, yeah. But then, when it comes to the Quran, the reason this would be difficult is because the believers of the Quran believe that everything in the Quran. Came from God, mm-hmm. just as we, as Christians, believe that everything in the Bible came from the Bible. This is the mm-hmm. claim that the Bible makes about itself, and I'm I'm not too studious on the Quran, but I'm sure the Quran would make the same claim.
0: Okay, they do. And uh, well, I, my next question is this: Are there verses in the Bible that people could use in in the Bible and the Christian mm-hmm. scriptures that people could use to incite violence
1: and or acts of terrorism? I think there are. Man, in every single philosophy there is, there are things that you could take. Especially, you got to think that the Bible wasn't written in verses and in chapters. It was written. No, but, it was written okay, as so a let's, whole. Okay, let's 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 talk about. Are there passages of the Bible that could be used to incite violence? Um, on the top of my head, like I couldn't think of anything specifically where where. The, but sure, at the same yeah, time... I'm sure like, there's a bunch of uh,
0: it, listeners out there who would uh, love to call us in with a bunch of verses right now. Yeah, well, yeah. 324843 is the 100%. number. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to back Lawson into a corner here if I possibly can <laughs> <laughs> because it's also always so much fun to see him squirm. But um, the reality is that there are a bunch of verses in the Bible that you sure. could use to incite violence mm-hmm. and, you know, say, for instance, the Amalekite genocide. Yeah, you know, we, we, fully, we, we could, fully. We that could, was
1: the one that came to my mind. Yep. I was like,
0: yeah. Um, we we could use that to justify. Okay, this is an evil nation. They don't serve God. We need to wipe them out. Man, women, children, um, animals, dogs, cats, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so, if you go down this path, so let's say that we let's say that you know a Supreme Court court judge calls on Christians to disavow First uh, Samuel fifteen. Mm-hmm. So we disavow First Samuel fifteen. Then, what relevance does that leave us for John three sixteen? Because if we can wow. pick and choose what parts of the Bible we have, then um, if 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 we can if we have the intelligence to say that you know this particular chapter is uninspired and that one over there is inspired of God, then. Uh, we are in. You know, we're on a very, very slippery slope indeed. Hundred percent. Because then exactly the same arguments could be used to claim that John three sixteen is uninspired, and then of course Christianity goes out the window. Yeah. Uh, and so this is a this is a judgment that worries me. This is a statement that worries me. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue here with both the Quran and the Bible is. Um, not the words that are used, but the interpretation that is placed on those words. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and Kaiser Trad has come out, and you know, there's been times when I've appreciated what he's had to say, and times when I have definitely not appreciated what he's what he has to say. But on this one, I think he's made some um some, some you know important comments. You know that we need to um, these comments should be taken in the in the broader context. Uh, with an, with a peaceful interpretation placed on them, and that when somebody is when somebody misuses these passages, it's actually an indictment on the person, mm-hmm. not on the religion. Yeah, because any religion in existence, all religions in existence, are used by members of that religion at some point to start war, to cause bloodshed, violence, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, people will use what when when people want to do violent acts, they will use whatever they can, whatever is available yeah. to them.
1: And it, it's it's not just exclusive to religion. It goes further than that. Like like people have committed wars and terrible and violent act, violent acts in you know yeah in in the name of 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 socialism, Every in the name religion, of uh, yeah, sorry, or, or uh, no capitalism, a democracy. Yeah, yeah. You, or- you think religion
0: <laughs> is bad? Try no religion.
1: Yeah. You know, 100%. look over the history of the
0: last hundred years. You want to see where everybody's died, mm-hmm. and uh, and you'll find it is in the no religion uh, countries and categories. Um, of course, a number of uh, people have come out and said, you know, you know, Namoa and uh, some Beta who were, um, or Beta and Namoa, I should say, who were uh, accused of these, were consulting Sheikh Google. Okay not reading the Quran. Oof. Oh, okay. And, you know, it's an interesting <laughs> warning to Christians as well because a lot of Christians go to Pastor Google yeah, rather than going to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And that's where, as Christians, we need to be going. You cannot take any person's word for it. You don't take my word for it. You don't take Lawson's word for it. Mm-hmm. You go back and you read the Bible for yourself and read the whole Bible. Don't just cherry-pick a couple of verses from here and there. You cherry-pick a couple of verses here and there and you can prove anything you want. Yeah from the Bible. But very quickly, in other news, um, a new report has come out on Generation Z. This is uh, oh, your generation. Go. Here we go. So, this is the pick on Lawson. What did I do morning. wrong now? <laughs> so, this is people who are 24 years old and younger. Mm-hmm. And, of course, many studies have come out to say that your generation has less sex than any previous generation before. Okay. A new study has come out to say that, no, this is not actually the case, but that your generation has more sex, mm-hmm. but that your generation has just redefined sex. And so, um, um, uh, Dr. Barry here, who has put out this particular re- report, put, put brings about you know two different kinds of sex: the dopaminergic, which is derived from visual stimuli, and the serotonin which is derived from emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so um the the sex that generation z having which which is having which is you know primarily online and by themselves mm-hmm. um he says a lot of young people literally haven't experienced the intimate kind of sex. As a result, he sees many young male clients who experience erectile dif- dysfunction in real life scenarios Now, this is interesting if you're a student of history because if you study history whenever a society reaches this particular point that we 're talking about here and it, and, and, the, and it goes on to talk about how that you know sixty percent sixty six percent of only sixty six percent of uh, gen Zs uh, um, identify as being ex- exclusively uh, heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Um, which is driven by ology, ideology, I should say not same-sex attraction. Historically these environments signal the course of, signal the collapse of uh, societies um, and cultures. And wow. so if you look at the Roman Empire, if you look at the Greek Empire, etc, I've
4: never seen your love move. storm could ever shake. No, I've never seen your love move, nor the colors of it fade. Its tones only get deeper, with each closer step.
0: You were listening to Melissa Roto Never Move here on Faith F. M and Lawson before we go to interview of the day we need to have another clue for the quiz okay. and before we get to that clue let me write down the correct
1: answer okay here we go <laughs> he's going to write hat. something down oh and he's got it correct <laughs> on your Lyle yeah yeah so yeah, 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 yeah. there are no double prizes anymore but of course you can pick up one prize you can call and get this Tortured for Christ DVD and it'll be a massive blessing um, but our next clue for the quiz again this is a Who Am I quiz we established that this guy He's known as Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus um, He sold a field and brought the money to the apostles' feet And now finally, um, well not finally, but our next clue Is all the apostles were afraid of Paul Until I brought him, uh, brought him to them in Jerusalem mm-hmm. So we've already had some people call up And we've had some, some different answers Not yet correct um, But if you know who this is Give us a call, 1-800-324-843, and you can get this DVD. Snap
0: up the prize. It's available right there. Joining us morning on the phone is Dr. Darren Morton. Darren, welcome to the show.
5: Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Now, Darren, we were uh, talking to your boss the other day, Dr. Ray Rowenfeld, um, who is the uh, president of Avondale College. One of the things that he mentioned to us is is that at Avondale this year that you have rolled out a class which goes right across the whole student body uh, in relationship to health, and that really piqued our interest, and we wanted to know, you know, what actually is this class all about and why is it that the whole student body is getting involved in it?
5: Yeah, well, that's a good question. I'm glad you were talking to my boss. I hope you said some nice things about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got me on the show, so I must have uh, you must have said something, right?
6: Um
5: <laughs> Yeah. Look, this the story actually starts a little bit, um, little bit back, a couple few years ago. Actually, um, we in t- what would have been twenty fifteen, we at Avondale College, College of Higher Education, we were revitalising the um, education degrees here. So these are people that were going to be doing teacher training, and um, what we realised is that when Teachers get out. There's actually very high rates of burnout, as there is now in, in many, um, many, um, you know, work in, workplaces. And aside from that, what we realise is that, you know, people really need skills nowadays in just managing their wellbeing. In fact, that you know, the big catch cry nowadays is that everyone's talking about wellbeing. It's very big in education. Um, many um, primary, secondary schools and, and even universities are taking an interest in this space. Because what we're recognising is that when, when people are not in a good place, um, and this is pe- specifically with relation to their, um, you know, their mental health, their emotional wellbeing, um, they, they just, they don't, they're not living their best life. And so, um, they're unable to, you know, function at their best and achieve their best outcomes. And, you know, to, to put it succinctly, actually go on to do all the things that God really wants them to be doing. So what we did in, um, in 2016, we actually introduced a, a unit into the education courses at Avondale, um, which was called Foundations of Wellbeing. And in that, uh, that, and all students, it was mandated they, they do that as part in, in their first year of their first semester, their first semester of their first year. And really emphasis was about, you know, how, how can we upskill people, give them, um, not just the learnings, but the experiences and the tools and the skills to be able to, you know, function at their best. And so it really had a strong emphasis on wellbeing, obviously. Um, and it was just a, it's just been a, a fantastic experience, and um, and the outcomes from that uh, we've just been blown away by. We we actually saw um, in that first year, um, whilst many of the students, you know, the college students coming in to, to our program, you know, not doing too bad in terms of their well being, um, which which was really encouraging because we actually know that um, nowadays many many people are struggling. Um, mm. In fact, we know that you know about one in ten Australian adults are now taking antidepressants each day, um, which is just a sign that many people are you know are not feeling as they'd like to feel. Um, and we actually the studies the studies actually indicate that probably only about twenty percent of people are, are truly flourishing in life. Um, and you know what that means is that probably you know seventy to eighty percent of people are either doing it really hard, you know they they they're suffering or at least they're struggling. And so, um, yeah, the emphasis of this, this, this unit was trying to equip people with these learnings and skills to be able to, to negotiate that. And look, what we saw amongst that group in that initial time we taught it in 2016 was about a 30% reduction in, you know, depression, anxiety and stress and about a 20% improvement in overall mental health and vitality. And, you know, we got to the end of that first semester and just went, wow, you know, this is, this Mm. is just phenomenal. And so we actually we, we taught it again in um, in 2017 and then 2018, and the momentum's now been building, such that um, at Avondale uh, they said, you know what, we want this for all of our students um, because we see the impact that it's having, not just in that one semester they're doing the unit, but even you know it's equipping people with with um, life mm-hmm. strategies uh, that are helping in their in their subsequent years. And what we're hoping is that when they actually get into the workplace, they're actually going to make them them in better uh, better employees and. And, um, you know, be able to contribute in the way that they're meant to contribute. So, yeah, this year, very exciting. Um, we've, we've got almost the entire, um, first year student body that come here, uh, to Avondale will be, will be studying this unit with me and a good colleague of mine, Dr. Jason Hins. Um, and yeah, we, the, the, the unit's called Foundations of Wellbeing.
0: Darren, that sounds super exciting. I've got a couple of questions that immediately come to my mind. One of them being from that first class, what was it, back in 2016 that went through, have they carried the health principles that they learned with them into the next few years or as they have sort of moved away from that, have they just sort of slacked back off into uh, previous bad habits?
5: Yeah, and that's a great question. We're actually, oh, you, you, you should come here and be a researcher because, uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the studies that we'll be launching this year is actually a follow-up. So going back to the people that have now done it, you know, two, three years ago and actually see, um, seeing, you know, what, what's been, what's been sustained. Now what we know, we actually, we've published several papers now on this. We published a, um, from the first year we did it in 2016, we published an article in the American Journal of Lifestyle Medicine. Um, the next year we published an article in Teach Journal, which was really fascinating for us because what the students were starting to volunteer is information like, you know what, when I get out and I'm a teacher, I'm going to be teaching this stuff to my kids. Because this is, this is you know, it's like Wellbeing 101, everyone needs to know this, mm-hmm. and yet most institutions are not teaching this stuff. You know, these are... These are you know, it's it's fascinating to me and you know, I, I could talk forever and I promise I won't. But um, I get pretty energized about this. You know, we know, for example, that um, IQ, you know, your your, intelli- your intellectual intelligence has a very small con- makes a very small contribution to your life success. Mm. Um, in fact it's probably less than twenty percent. And what intrigues me about this is, well, then why are we placing all this emphasis in schools, for example, on trying to, you know, grow intelligence? Now, it's an important thing, and, and look, we it's obviously we want to encourage kids to learn and seek out things that they're passionate about, um, you know, and to nurture their God-given talents. But what we know is that by far the bigger contributor to how successful people are in life um, relates to really, um, you know, their emotional intelligence. You know how they can manage their emotions, how they can manage their uh, their energy levels, how can how they relate to other people, um, and these are all the skills that we introduce in this uh, in this unit called Foundations of Wellbeing. Because you know, if if you, if you wanted a if you wanted a very succinct statement of what wellbeing is, it's essentially feeling good and doing good. That's the that's the two yep, sides yep. of the coin of well being. You know, it's it's and, and and obviously they complement each other. You know when mm-hmm, pe- we mm-hmm. know this when when people feel good, they're in a better capa- they have more capacity to serve, and when people serve when they do good they actually, you know, as as we know it's, it's, it's reciprocal it comes back it makes you feel good in yep. fact, um you know but but it's more more give uh, blessed to to, to give than receive so yeah it's it's very very exciting.
0: That is absolutely fantastic, and uh, Darren, I just, I just hope that this, um, this goes, you know, continues to grow and expand. I think it's something that should be an integral part of education these days. I know that um, when I studied, um, m- you know, my degree back in the states, back in the nineties, there was a common course. There were three common course subjects. And when I started the course, you know, there was uh, Righteousness by Faith, there was uh, Fundamentals of Christian Education, and Principles of Health, and I'm doing this health subject, and I'm like, I didn't come here to do health, I came here to do theology, why am I studying health? But I learnt things that I still live by today. And, you know, that's a, a, a lot of like 25 years down the track from there. And so hopefully this is something your students will really carry through with them. Are there any other colleges in Australia that have a program that is anything like this at all? I mean, I've never heard of anything like this in Australia before.
5: Yeah, look, I, I, I it's interesting because in the United States, um, they have they generally have general you know these general education units that people have to do and often they have an emphasis on health or well-being um there are many institutions in australia that are taking an interest in well-being because we know that the well-being of of students is suffering Mm. so but i'm not familiar with a with an institution um you know avon has been very innovative in this in this space to say, hey, you know what? All of our students need this, and yep. have got on board. And look, I think it's appropriate. You know, Avondale being a Christian institution, um, this 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 notion of you know caring for well-being, so that we can live our best life, that we can contribute in the best way possible. I think it just aligns so much with what we're about. Because yeah, you know, I, it's that's the core
0: of Christianity. I mean, Jesus did, did more healing than he did teaching. He was concerned Absolutely. about people's well-being.
5: And I think what what excites me about this welding space so much, and and you know, notice I've I've actually deliberately been using that word more so than health, because for many people, when you say health, they often just feel guilty, you know, because it's like, oh no, I know this guy's going to talk about you know <laughs> diet, you know these things that I should be doing that I'm not, or that I shouldn't be doing and I am. Um, health is often thought of as, as sort of you know diet and exercise, you know, and they're, they're important things, but. Well-being is a lot bigger than that. You know, well-being is, is about, and, and the science, you know, coming out of um, disciplines like positive psychology, is it, just fascinating, you know, where we know that, you know, things like expressing gratitude, you know, focusing on what we have hope in, um, these are really powerful strategies for putting people in a great place, mm. having a sense of, of service, you know, and understanding your, what we call signature strength, you know, and, and then, which is pretty much the things that God's given us, the um, you know that innate in us that allow us to serve best. You know, having understanding relationships. You know, together feels better. We have all these. We have all these pithy sayings that we use throughout the course. But you know that, all, that wellbeing is a very broad construct. And it it just aligns so much with the core of the Christian message. So, look, I'm not familiar with any other institution in Australia that's doing that, and I I think that it's so appropriate that Avondale's taking the lead.
0: And I find that interesting, you, you drawing that contrast between health and wellbeing, because you know, the course that I did was definitely health. Um, yeah. It didn't cover any of those extra subjects, and I think your course has definitely evolved into something much more advanced than uh, than what we had, um, you know, many years ago. That's fantastic. Yeah. Have you noticed a an impact on the grades of the students as a result of this course?
5: I tell you what, I am definitely, if, well, I don't have the capacity to do this, but, um, if I did, I would offer you a job as a researcher. <laughs> this is, this is what the other thing that we have an interest in is what, what will happen now to the grades of these students? And, um, and what we can do is go back and see, well, in the previous years, what sort of have been average grades? Has that changed since we've introduced this? Um, so, look, we're in the process of actually reflecting on that at the moment. And, um, yeah, you have to wait. Well, watch that space. But, <laughs> look, you know, i tell you what,
6: yet. what, Too what, early what we
5: do know is, and these are, these are fascinating studies that are, that are coming out, um, internationally. Um, a group from Penn State University, they, they conducted these studies in high schools. But what they did is they they first did it um, with about, involving about 70,000 kids from, um, um, Brazil. And what they did is they had some schools that they embedded wellbeing education into, overtly into the curriculum, others they just did the same old, same old. What they found is even though they had to take out some things from the curriculum to put this wellbeing education into it, the kids from those schools all significantly increased their academic scores measured by the standardised um, national um, exams. They then have just just recently repeated that study now in Peru involving seven hundred thousand kids. Right, so this is a huge mm. study. They found the identical thing: when you care for people's wellbeing, you know they are in a better place to learn, you know to perform, to carry out all their functions. And so, look, it just it is. I believe it's the way of the future of education. And in fact, in Australia, there's a movement called PISA, which is called Positive Education Schools Australia. And it's recognizing that, hey, we need to be emphasizing well-being if we really want people to be performing at their best. Okay. So, look, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see an upswing in grades.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic, Darren. Thank you so much for joining us um, here on Faith FM this morning. I just want to encourage anybody. That is listening to, yes, if you have the opportunity, head along there and do Dr. Darren Morton's class in wellbeing. I think, Darren, you might have some people who are questioning why they're doing that class, but by the end of it, they are going to absolutely love it, and hopefully it's going to be life-changing for a lot of people.
5: Yeah, we have some fun with it. Thank you.
0: No worries. Thank you so much. We're going to move on. This is Ben and Noel with I Am Yours here on Faith FM.
5: To Faith FM, Positively Different Radio. Do you enjoy fantastic food, fun, friends and
0: fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in and a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. Wow. Where? At the Multicultural Adventist Church on Newcastle Road in Wallsend, number 63. is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts at 10am every Thursday. Great! I'll see you there. I'll
5: fly away, oh glory, I'll fly
6: away When I die, hallelujah To carry me
3: Day Adventist Adventist Church.
0: Church.
5: We meet every Saturday morning at 10.30am to study the Bible, followed by our main service at 11.30am. You can find us at 107-109 Princess Highway, Dapto. We are in the High Ninja Hall inside the Dapto Ribbonwood Center.
4: For more information, you
5: can get in touch with us on Facebook. Just search for Southern Illawarra Seventh Day Adventist Church or contact us on 0402-716-7668. We hope to see you soon and stay tuned to Face, Face FM. FM.